0: Love
1: Talk Radio What's up world, this is your man Nick Eden and I am here with the Talk of the Town
2: I know you're gonna dig this I'm here with the
1: Talk of the Town We
2: take you to the Hotel Martinette
1: in Brooklyn where Bobby Millet and his orchestra are offering a program here of the the talk dance of the music of the <laughs> I'm here with the Talk of the Town Live to the middleman present Talk of the Town with Nick Eden I am your host, Nick Eden I'm a man, KG, with me? What's happening, man? What's going on? Nothing much Hey, shout to to out down. to people over on the web chat, man That, you know, waited before the show started It was like those people at the Nike store Waiting on the Jordan Thank you I do Shout out to them, man Hey, you know, what do you think? I mad <laughs> I appreciate you. We definitely all appreciate you. What's going <laughs> sure. on this week with you? Nothing much, man. Just trying to get the groove in, man. It's cold out here, you know. Before we got up in the studio, I felt like I was in New York. Man, who are you telling me? Oh, my God. This is this is crazy weather, man. Crazy weather, I wore a thin jacket to the studio. I left sick with that. How? Yeah, man. Yeah. I need that rat fur. All right, mm, what's going on, man? Um, <laughs> I have a couple things that I gotta say before we get you know kicked off into our our usual entertainment wrap up, and I'm not gonna say any names. I'm not gonna call the names out. Um, I'm gonna say that for a lot of the artists, hip hop and R and B from the '90s. A lot of you guys need to learn how to handle your business. Um, playing one label, you know, to get leverage for the other one, and especially when you're in the downturn of your career, you know, it's not really a smart move because of your album, you know, you, I, I think a lot of the artists nowadays are institutionalized into that major label system and not really realizing that times have changed And for you to try to leverage one of the biggest independent labels as a way to get up some buzz for you to go sign with some major, I just don't think that's the smartest thing on earth. And quite frankly, it may come back to bite you and the you-know-what.
2: I'm not going to
1: say any names. I'm not going to say any names. I'm just going to say that. Um, A lot of those... You know, one artist that I really admire... Um, That was big in the 90s And has made a a great independent career Joe, he gets it Joe gets it And like actually Joe is Joe is popping now More than he has More than for a lot of times he was in the 90s Right Because he understands what it is to be an independent artist Especially independent artist with a track record Like some of these cats have So that's You know, that's all I'm going to say You know that's all I'm saying. to say. Like I said, I'm not going to call out any names, you know, but, you know, she's trying to play one, if you're going to play level, at least, you know, try to leverage the major to get more out of the independent. You're going to make more. You're going to make more. It's just, it, I'm just saying, I just put it up on Facebook. Some of the artists that I, you know, was admiring when I come up, make some of the dumbest moves on earth. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> now that that's out. Hey, man, shout-out to Muhammad Ayers, Mr. Ayers, Michael Ayers. Uh, those of you guys who've been listening to the Middlemen talk show and Talk the Town, um, you may be familiar with this guy. He's been on the show a few times. Um, I, this, this is a gentleman that I met about three years ago when we were vying for the same spot on Andre Harrell's label. Uh, things didn't really work out in that situation, and uh, he hit some bumps in the road, but... Uh, he actually wrote the majority of Ronald Ivory's new album. Wow. And E One Music just released the first single yesterday called Dinner in a Movie. It was written by uh by Muhammad and uh, he also sang the background record. on So shout out to him, man. He he's doing his thing right now and I know it's it's a really good time for him. Especially with um Ron Isaac. That's like he, he, he loves Ron now. that's like his biggest inspiration in music. So to write, you know, eight of the ten or twelve Records on the album is like amazing Yeah Buddy is dope Yeah, I need to bring yeah, him back yeah. To the show man Yeah I, you know what I wanted to do A songwriter show because I wanted to bring him in And also wanted to bring another different friend of mine Alvin Garrett who's a Grammy nominated um, Singer songwriter from uh, Alabama Who just penned Joe's Single that we actually played on the Tuesday Morning Takeover. If you, if you listen in this Tuesday or last Tuesday, um, we premiered that Joe record last Tuesday. He wrote that. He's written Johnny Gill, uh, Trinity 5-7, Ruben Stutter, and a host of others. So I wanted to do a songwriter show and bring in some everyday guys who have just made their way into the songwriting realm so people can understand that, you know, it's not just, all oh, the people that are already in the industry or the people. No, these are people that work their way up from the bottom. I'm not going to go into that song. I'm not gonna go to that song, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, just a big shout out to those guys, and I, and I think you're right. We're gonna have to bring, we have to bring them in and just give give some real life advice about the average guy. Because one guy's from Birmingham, Alabama, the other one is from um, it's from Franklin, Louisiana. So they didn't come from major cities. They didn't come from you know. They they can give their real perspective of it, right? Uh, looking at the sales this week, man, uh, Justin Timberlake is back on top again. Once again, Justin Timberlake's uh, new album, The 2020 Experience, uh, came in at number one with 317,000 copies sold. Now, that's one it's actually almost a complete 100,000 over Lil Wayne's new album, who came in at number two with I Am Not a Human Being 2, uh, which comes in at 217,430 copies. Uh, so, shout out to both of them for being on top of the charts. Um... Uh, Bruno Mars comes in at 8 this week with Unorthodox Shootbox with 47,000 copies and rounding out, actually, Bruno Mars does round out the Urban Releases for the um, for the charts this week. Look out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Snoop Lion, formerly known as Snoop Dogg, is uh, dropping a new album. What do you think about this whole Snoop Lion thing, Kes? I mean, I, I, I can appreciate the whole... Uh... You know, evolution of him as an artist, and you know, I think he's embracing his whole weed side. You know, I ain't, I ain't gonna say artist side, but the weed side of him. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it, man. Because I mean, with Snoop, man, you know, you never know what you'll get, man. He is a complete, he's a good artist. Um, I'm not gonna say. I mean, he kind of fit with his topic today too, man. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, you there. know, but you know. <laughs> But overall, man, I'm happy to see him diversify his talents and and take it to another lane that he respects, you know. And also, you know, he got his kids in there with him, you know. Snoopy, yeah, I've I seen You know, yeah. I'm not gonna lie; he kind of threw me off at, at, at first, but uh, I, I think I'm getting, I think I'm getting kind of accustomed to his line. He, he got growth at some point, which is exactly what we're talking about tonight on talk of the town hip-hop it's time to grow up my goodness it's time to grow up so um let's go ahead and get into our uh, record of today kev why don't you go ahead and introduce this record for all right this record right here is by fiend not the fiend from no limit you know a lot of people get this guy confused with it it's it's off a compilation that a good friend of ours did uh, DJ Breakem off and also uh, John Quest produced this record. Yeah, this is Fiend and Mariah Mariba. It's called You and I. You are listening to Middleman Radio. I was about to say something wrong there, dog. Ooh man, yeah, it's about... yeah, yeah. But here we go, man. This is You and I, Fiend, featuring Mariah Mariba. You and I. Ooh.
3: Now nah, that's all we need All I need in this life is sin Yeah uh, All I need in this life is sin it's you and I It's now or never, baby, do or die When you stand for something righteous, you get crucified I'd rather write this and be lifeless in a suit and tie What's the world without somebody there to share it with? I want the world so that my seeds, they can inherit it A future on my shoulders, girl, help me carry it Life, we gotta cherish it Yeah, yeah Still, as you and I by my side We be on the road see is royalty, I never break the toe. Ride with you, cry with you, die with you your issue is my issue, I vibe with you Occupy the heart and mind, moment that I start a blind Open up and show them signs, welcome to the art of rhyme Walk to the world and sing, you and I is all we need L-O-V-E, all we bleed, 99RBG Up. while we be beefing with the ones that's truly close to us, our souls connected like a note to a vocal vocalist, I co-direct the story of my life, I'm blowing up, hopes through a generation showing that they are growing up, freedom fighters loaded up, we don't gotta be in the club, drunk throwing every vote is up to get the world to notice us, the first step is success is showing up, so I
0: keep
1: John Quest, that was on the Art of. You can download that at that if uh, live mixtape. The mixtape is called Art of Art of. There's a lot of good unsigned artists on there man. Like we was always saying, Nick, we definitely try to promote independent artists out there, man. If you need love, come on over here. We got you. Oh yeah, and we do have a format coming for our hip hop artists outside of, South of the town. Just like we have a Tuesday morning takeover, we got something coming for our hip hop artists as well. Make sure that you hit us up at wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com with your clean edits. We're trying to get y'all some sound exchange money here. If y'all don't know about sound exchange, y'all really need to go take some seminars or something like that. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, I want to give a shout-out to my man Ty Young out there listening live, man. What's the baby? Way out there in Wichita. Where, where, where you at right now? Oklahoma. He out there with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, man. Them boys balling. Yeah, man, they're killing me right now well, yeah, ain't Nobody's leg popping out of and nothing. they ain't killing me <laughs> You crazy, Doc I'm only making jokes because the brother is okay And he's going to be You know, he, He's going to be just fine So shout out to Kevin Blair. If well, nobody okay. emailed me, I'm not going to read the email. <laughs> I'm just saying I ain't nobody got time for that I, <laughs> I, I had my feel of that After that uh, one lady said I was gay back so uh, you know, I'm not going to read your first back an email, so it don't even bother me. If you don't like it, there's a big red button at the upper right corner of your computer that says broadcast your own show. a no matter of fact, just cut it off. Right. <laughs> anyway, you guys are just filling in. Uh, tonight on Talk to Town, our subject is hip-hop needs to grow up. Now, it's said that hip-hop is a young man's game, but after 40 years in music, it is safe to say that hip-hop needs to grow up in order to reach the next level. Often, classic hip-hop artists are forgotten or dismissed simply because they are staying true to their brand of the art form. Others look to conform to the more contemporary forms of hip-hop, adopted by a much younger audience. With a few exceptions, like Fonte, rapper Big Pooh, Killer Mike, and most recently T.I.'s latest efforts, Hip-hop has become defined as being in the moment and not encompassing and embracing those who still wave the flag for it proudly in their middle ages. Now, I I want to start this off with where the inspiration for this came from. Actually, it came from a couple of places. Uh, One, there are three albums right now, and i got to thank KG for one. Um, But there are three albums right now that I'm absolutely loving, and that's Fonte's album, Charity Starts at Home, Killer Mike, Rap, and Ti Troubleman, and the main reason that I'm really loving those albums right now is because with those albums, it seems like hip hop is finally coming full circle. Like it's it's more than just people out there who want to you know rock some multicolored fruity Pebbles, stupid fruity swag clothes and all this stuff. There's some grown people that like hip hop, and for as long as it seemed like. It was not a place for people who liked true hip-hop. Those Ice Cube America's Most Wanted fans. So, you know, you get what I'm saying? Those Tupac Tupac Tupacalypse fans. You get what I'm saying? Right. Those Biggie Smalls Ready to Die fans. You know, it it just wasn't a lot for them in the marketplace. So, it's good to see that albums like that are getting that shine and getting that chance to, you know, to to get, especially with T.I., and the reason that I say that is because T.I. is one of the last few artists that on a major platform that can still show people, hey, there's more to this than just, you know, whatever is being played on Hot 179 right now. Sure, i to not on 179, nothing against Radio 1, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. Keith, let me ask you a question. How, from when we were coming up, how do you feel like the culture of hip-hop has changed? Um, primarily the main thing that you would look at is the content of the music, and also, I mean, right now, man, there's no structure to it. I mean, everybody is doing the same thing, you know, I mean, the structure, when I say structure, I mean, we had, we had the, you know, the party rap, you had the gangster rap, you had the, I mean, you had everything in between, right, but now it's just one lane, it's just one thing that everybody's doing, and it's all about dope or either all about sex or drugs. You know, we had, uh, uh, you know, you had political hip-hop. You had, uh, I mean, you had a lot of different stuff, man, a variety. But, you know, the artists, even even the older artists back in the day, man, they played their lanes. You know, younger artists played their lanes. And, and the new artists, you know, I mean, they respect the older artists. But now, man, it's a free-for-all with these guys right now. Definitely a free for all. That's how it looks. Well, I have to. I, I agree with you up until one point. I don't think that there's a, a respect for the older artists. As a matter of fact, I think there's quite a a really really lack of respect for those older artists, and I mean that from the standpoint of you just see it by their actions. Let's take let's go into the R and B lane for a second. Now huh? you see. Artists like Usher, Justin Timberlake, um, Chris Brown, and even, to the extent, Justin Bieber. And huh. you automatically see the influence of Michael Jackson. I mean, it, it, it's apparent. Right. It's, it's, it's apparent. You look at artists like R. Kelly. You look at artists like Raheem Devon. You look at artists like D'Angelo and Maxwell. And you automatically see that Marvin Gaye. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. You look He's at artists like Dave yeah. And you see the Donnie Hathaway. Right. The music Soul Child is the same way. Um, Jaheen and, and Tyrese. And you see that Teddy P. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can see the influence. And some of them may mimic a little bit more to the point of the older artists. But a lot of them, for the most part, have they've taken that influence and made their own style out of it. I don't really yeah. see that with a lot of hip-hop right now. I think there's a detachment. And when yeah. I say there's a detachment, yeah. you look know, like a way somebody like uh, like you look at the performance style of 1DMC. You look mm-hmm. at the performance style even Buster Ryan. Oh, like yeah. he's, he's one of the most of dynamic hip-hop performers out there. But there's a disconnect because now everybody's just on stage. They're holding their crotch and they got 5,000 people on stage with them. Mm-hmm. There's no aspect to the performance of it which people still want to be entertained. Whether it, No matter what the genre is, people still want to be entertained. And I'm sorry, the lyrics of the day are not good enough for you to just stand there in that one spot. No, <laughs> oh, man. The showmanship of the game, the showmanship of the performance, that's gone. Uh, you know, that, that's one of the main things. Because, I mean, when you go to a... Now, I'm I'm not trying to tell my age, but, you know, when you used to go to a concert back in the day, you get a workout. You know, nowadays, yeah. most likely, you're going to, like you said, the artist is going to be standing in that same spot. you standing there... And and a lot of times, you know what they'll do? They'll hand the mic down to the crowd and let you rap their records. That's not a good performance. You know. But so true. it, and it if goes you don't back have to the point hit. of taking, you know, taking and paying homage to those before you, man. Like, I, I recall when Buster said, you know, if you get on the stage after me, I'm going to bust you down. You're going to have to bring it. And that was the same thing for MC Hammer. Um, and, and artists before them, you know, they, it was a competition
0: thing.
1: I, yeah, mean, that I absolutely la- agree. Yeah. Is I, there a I lack of competition agree. now? I don't think it's so much a lack of competition as much as I think it's just laziness. I, yeah. don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a lack of competition. I really and truly believe that it's just... It's, it's It's just lazy. You see... Like, okay, let's look at it like this. I think one artist that hip-hop as a whole can definitely say that they all respect. You may not like him, but you definitely respect him. It's Jay-Z. Now, Jay-Z is one of the type of artists that he can stand in one spot and just flat-out rap. Here's the difference between Jay-Z and most of the other artists out there. One, his lyrical content Uh, is tons and tons deeper than so many other artists out there. Two, His catalog of hits from 1996 to 2012 is ridiculous. Jay Z can't do all of his songs. He's one of those artists that he has so many hits and they're so classic that he can literally stand in that one space. But don't get it twisted. Anybody who's ever been to a Jay Z concert knows he may do that for one or two songs, but he's out there. He's engaging with the crowd. He's moving around. Like people take a. People don't give him a lot of credit for this, but Kanye West is one of the more dynamic performers of the day. Yeah, but it, it uh, my man Ty Young out there in Oklahoma said rap is becoming more of a fashion than a movement. And, you know, you just brought up the perfect example. You know, you look at Kanye, in my opinion, you know, I mean, when you talk about clothing and majority, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having diversity in your rap style, and this is what they are doing today. I'm not knocking it. But, you know, when you think about it, when, when you've got something to say, and then especially the age of some of these guys, man, when you're talking like kids and you're still, like, you're 40-something years old, man, there's something wrong with that, in my opinion. And Kanye is a perfect example of that. Well, here's the thing about it. Kanye, I put Kanye in the category of one of those in-betweeners. He has the substance, especially his earlier music, he has the substance of some of your – some of the more classic artists like a Jay Z, like a Common, like a Talib, you know, he he can he can give you that throwback. But he's still a he's still a relatively young guy. So let's not get it twisted. He's still a relatively young guy. The the thing about it is, hip hop fashion has always been a part of hip hop. It, it is, is a part of the culture. It's not just the music. The thing about it is, when I think about hip hop and what I saw coming up, and I actually I absolutely agree with that. When I think about it, I think about more than just the fashion. Yeah. I think about more than just, I think about the culture as a whole and what it brought to the table. It was a lifestyle. It wasn't just a a thing of the moment. It wasn't just a movement. Now, it's just like you said, they're so concentrated on the fashion aspect. Well, it's more than just the fashion. Because hip-hop, and and really not just hip-hop, but black music, has always been at the forefront of of fashion. If you take it back to, you know, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but if you take it back to, you know, the Motown era, these Mm -hmm. were the most well-dressed black people on TV. Right. If you wanted to know what the best way to look like as a young black man, watch The Temptations, watch The Four Tops. Watch Marvin Gates. If you wanted to know the best way to dress and the most fashionable place, things for you to wear as a young woman, you watch Diana Ross and Supremes. You watch Mary Wells. You, you get what I'm saying? You watch. Yeah. You watch all of these artists. I, he, I agree with, with you. Soul Train. I, I agree with you, but it's it's like that's what's happening nowadays. The kids are watching uh, what what you know, Little Wayne wear, the jeggings and and the different things like that. I mean, they're following suit. To what these artists are putting on and, and putting out there for for their visuals, but I mean, I'm really trying to, you know, and, and, you know, just to get into the meat, you know, get into it. But what what part of hip hop needs to grow up? What what do you think needs to grow? Because I mean, I like what you said about Tip. Tip is a family dude, and you can see that reflected in his music, where he has evolved as an artist. He, he is beginning to make songs like he got a song on that Guns and Roses. I mean, that's a relationship oh, yeah, that yeah. you wouldn't have seen from him a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? It was all about the trap, 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 trap. Now he's a married man, and, you know, the relationship aspect of it, he can talk about his wife from the standpoint of, sometimes I don't know if I should kiss her or kill her. <laughs> but what part of <laughs> hip-hop needs to grow up in, And you know, that. What, what What do you think needs to grow up in hip-hop, today? The The first thing that needs to grow up about hip-hop is hip hop business thing. That's the first aspect of hip hop that needs to grow up. Right. And and let me tell you what I mean from this from this standpoint. From a business standpoint, hip hop needs to realize how much power it has still in touring. Because if you look at the pure numbers of it, those classic hip hop tours, they sell out. They sell out. It's not enough artists doing it. The R and B cats from the '90s have picked up on it. I don't know if you've noticed,
2: uh-huh. but
1: you see these shows like, and they all band together: SWV, 112, Blackstreet, Drew Hill. You know, they they all band and they go out and they tour, and there's so many hits between them that everybody who so that stuff is not necessarily fresh on their mind, but it's fresh enough on their mind. It's like, oh man, I want to hear that live. I want to see that live. I wasn't old enough to go to an SWV concert when they were popping, and now I can go hear them, and they sound just as good as they did back in 1991. I'm going. And I got the money to do it now. I'm going. It's the <laughs> same thing with hip-hop. True that. It's the same thing with hip-hop. That's why the, the old-school drive-at-five is such a popular format with uh, with radio stations. Right. They still love that classic hip-hop, and these artists are not so over the hill that they can't still, still get out there and perform. You look at it all the time. YouTube still world, does world tours Every year Every year um, You know, Aerosmith All these guys, they still do but I think we got a caller, let's go ahead and bring them in Alright Carla, you are live with the middle man, what up? What up? What's up, Quite a long time no here? Yeah, I see, I see yes, The fellas are back on air now Yeah, man, yes we're doing sir. a thing We've been on for a couple of weeks now Oh, I mean, you know, this, I, I caught on I, I listened last week, I didn't I didn't want to like get in but I just like I I listened last week to last week show Okay, but, man, I uh, appreciate that. I appreciate I, that. I had to chime in on this one, I'm like, what but yeah, like like a lot of stuff hip hop doesn't grow up on. It's like what I think first is like appearance and like you know, with the 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 baggy jeans on stage you performing on stage you know what I'm saying it's part of like you got, you know what I'm saying, you front like, a lot of different fans, like, got to start selling, like, the wrong image as a grown man. Right. you 27, 28 years old, you can been with you. your, your pants bag off, you know what I'm saying, off, off your ass, you know, <laughs> and,
0: and,
1: you know, you're selling the wrong image to, to like, high schoolers, and, they, and you got them going to school to what they saw on TV. True, there. And then you got another thing that needs to grow up on the content. It's like rappers saying like okay, say like old school rappers. Like, let I'm gonna say an example. Rick Rock. A start content of 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 said he said in his music. uh-huh He you don't know, he's saying he needs to grow up. Like the little, little issue he got in trouble with, with recently now about the molly that thing That's it Right. Like, Come on. Are you 34, 35 years old. right like at 40. You, and, 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 but, you sitting there talking yeah. about putting the drug in the girl's drink, snatching the home, taking the home, blah, 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 blah. Come on, dog. Wrong man don't do that. Hey, but, but, look, when you say that, we'll go back from the standpoint of, you know, we all know on the, we, we know that publicists have to make the age of the artist younger. And I think sometimes that the artists feed into the fact of them feeling younger because a lot of people truly don't know the age of these artists because they they act like young. You you know you can look at Jay Z and not look at him in the face, but, but you can
2: look Z, at Jay Z and it's, it's, think he's a young guy it's, it's, but how
1: he carry himself. I but, care but himself. But this, when, when yeah, you carry yourself. You see how Jay he carry himself now. He's not yeah, carrying he himself, cares by himself by in a very mature way. way. Yeah, exactly. Because like what he got now, he got all these different folks. You got, you got, so you got like you on the uh uh on the spotlight now, right? You on the spotlight, not just like the urban folks watch. You got the you got the white folks. You got all these sponsors who different corporations like looking at you now. Like can can we invest our money in somebody like this? Right. But now, now Rick Ross is what he's saying because. The the women group, they went to, uh, I think it was Adidas or what's the shoe company like he got to deal with? Um, Adidas? Reebok. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't went to Reebok and like with a style I don't know how many women on that petition, but they made some noise. But he went back and said that an apology, I think it was like either today or yesterday, one of them. Right. But yeah, you know, I agree with you, I agree with you wholeheartedly right there, but you got artists like, and that's, I think that's a part of, like you said, the fashion part of hip-hop definitely need to grow up, man. I, I think the whole, and we kind of briefly talked about it a little bit, but the, the subject matter's in the rap. But, you know, I know that it's a, a youth-driven movement. Hip-hop is a youth-driven movement, period. That's always that's been not like anymore. that. anymore. I don't that's believe that anymore. Like, it's it's always, always been like that. It's like, you yeah. got to think back like Big Daddy Kane. Right. We was like teenagers, like jump Preach. Preteen listen to Big Daddy Kane. You ain't never heard Big Daddy Kane talking about he going to put his drug in a, in a girl company. He's going to take it right. off. He, he said something respectfully like made you like, okay, this is how you come at a lady. Right. He's not going to sit there. He never downgraded a lady on none of his records. Right. No, That's they didn't. They didn't do that. But they didn't do that. But it's just like the industry is pushing these artists to be younger and younger in their conversation and they talking about what teenagers talking about in records. Well, They're here's, talking it's, about it's, what it's, guys it's, on the street talking about in it's,
3: records. It's money.
1: Here, here's, here's the problem with that. And, and going back to your statement about hip-hop being a young man's game, not anymore. This is the thing about it. We grew up when hip-hop was in its teens and twenties. So yeah. To say in 1998 hip hop is a young man's game, you're exactly right because hip hop was only 20 years old at the time. The thing about it is now those now those young heads from from the classic time of hip hop they're grown now and mm-hmm. they still and they actually have more money and more extendable income to spend now than they did before because they're running their own household they're running their own career and they still want music that they can listen to. So hip-hop is not... Hip-hop has... The biggest thing that they have to do in order to grow up is expand the same way that rock did. This is why classic rock is such a popular format. Right. Let let me clarify when I say a young man's game. I'm not saying as far as from an artist standpoint. I mean, the listeners. The listeners are the... You know, the youth are really pushing the whole engine of hip-hop. I mean, buying it, uh, 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 delving into the culture as far as the dress. You know what I'm saying? They because keep it alive still. But but yeah, the thing about it is because there's not an alternative. There's not an alternative for the adults who still like hip hop. And when they do get an alternative, they go to it. Prime example: Why Jay Z still sells the way that he sells, you know, well into his forties. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough content for adult hip hop listeners outside of the classic content. If you gave them it's more not. content it's then it wouldn't just be driven by the youth. You're right. You're right, because if it, cause it was so you think Nas was sold more than what he sell. Yeah, that was a very good album. As that, fact, no, that was a dope good album, album. But it but the thing is not a young that, that album wasn't was a young man game to you know what I'm saying listen to. You. Right, right, right. That That may be a little bit above their head. You know what I'm well, saying? I, don't, I think that Nas should have come out. I think that Nas should have left Death Jam, but at this point, I think he should have cut that album through E1 or you know Fontana or whomever the case may be. Like, I just don't think that Death Jam was a key. Like, when your when your concentration and, and and no disrespect to them, when your concentration right now is Kanye, Two Chainz, and Trinidad, like you ain't really thinking about Nas just coming along dropping this, you know, this this hot album. And
2: it a lot was, of people Go ahead, go ahead
1: but I was just saying A lot of people Are jumping on this out al- On this nice Album now After finding out Well, dang This actually was A good album I just didn't know About it at the time Mm-hmm I knew I knew yeah, When the things stopped and we have to, and we have to take ourselves out. And I think that's what gets me sometimes. I, it's hard for me to take myself out of that. I'm not the average fan. I still go. I like to see artwork. I still purchase albums. I like to see what kind of artwork. I like to look at album credits. It's not just about the ninety nine cents for me. But I have to take myself out of that because I'm not the average music fan. But yeah, nobody on the phone is the average music fan. Well, then, Let's be honest. I, I got a, I got a question. I got a question. How, how, you know. I'm looking at all the artists that we have out here right now. I'm looking at all the artists we have out here right now. Like you said, we don't have a lane. We don't have a, a person that we can focus on and say, hey man, that, that dude right there is speaking to what I want to hear. Now, if we want to hear a certain sound, a certain type or style of, of, of records from these artists or, or the new artists, how do we go about doing it? You know, Who do we talk to? Because I mean you and I and, and Milk on this phone right now talking. I mean, you can I, me. about doing that. I mean, that's what I'm saying, you still got all the avenues available. You still go get the like the iTunes artist available. But it's the thing. Like, it's not like you go you're not gonna see see them as much on video. You're not gonna see you're gonna not go hear, hear as much as on radio because that's a young man's game now. It's like 'cause like you understand like they took Nas' record. I'm just going to say this out on the record. I don't, I really don't, they took Nas' record. They took three Nas' records up there, a high 107.9. They turned all three of them records down last year. What? Because they said the demographics. He does not he does not relate to the demographics of the radio station. Wow. And see, that's, that's, they why, why, I, that's why I made that comment earlier about records. the youth, you know, with the youth pushing the game. With, it's a, he does he, not,
2: not relate to the <laughs>
1: Which they don't next point. Classic rock is such a popular format. Why do you think that outside of internet radio and XM Sirius, that there is not an FM, there's not a terrestrial classic hip hop station yet? Wow, I, I I thought about that. I thought about that a couple weeks ago. Think about that now. As popular thought, as a format. Because let's uh, be honest. Classic rock stations keep rock artists alive because rock itself is not very popular among young white kids right now. Right.
0: Yeah, you know, they, they
1: got They got they got coming come. this weekend for the final four. Yeah, that that's true, but it's just not it's, it's not popular. It's the same way that let's let's keep it real and all uh, all three of us have dealt radio in our in our experience. It's the same reason That if it were not For Urban AC R&B radio right now Would be virtually dead You can't There's no way That an R&B record Could survive on the charts right now Just going strictly urban If it were not for Urban AC And those classic songs That are available to the listener To you know that and, and, And don't get me wrong I think that there needs to be more formats where there's less classic R and B and more current R and B. But if it were not for that format, R and B R and B radio would be virtually dead right now. Yeah. Now you mean to tell me a radio station, like, okay, and I'm not being funny, but if it didn't work for Hot One Seven Point nine, I don't know I I I don't know maybe I don't know what happened with maybe Streets ninety four point five. But truth be told Nas is one of those classic artists that at least worth one listen. At least to the average hip hop fan, when it's like Nas got a new record out, it's at least worth one listen. You get what I'm saying? So they're not having a there's not a format for them that exists outside of the internet or satellite radio. But it it, it just goes back to what I'm saying. These are other aspects of it, and. It got me thinking About the interview that Killer Mike just did on the Breakfast Club uh, Last week I want to say Where he was talking about um, Well DJ Envy was saying That you know Killer Mike wasn't on the hottest MC's list And you know And Killer Mike was just Basically like because you know Y'all not cool Y'all not cool anymore They pretty much called Envy out on that Like you know they're waiting, as JD called them a few years ago, BDS A and R. Like it, it's just, how could you not? And I'm not saying don't have Killer Mike on the list because Killer Mike, he's not popular amongst your mainstream hip hop fans. That's, that's not, true. That's not what I'm saying. He's well, not popular you know, main mainstream hey, hip hop But you know, fans, but it, so it's people, just the time though, Nick. It's it's the times. You know the people. I mean, I mean people can hear us right now and feel like y'all just some old men griping about your day your your past or whatever the case may be but realistically Nick it is the relevancy of now sad to say and like you were saying about rock rock can take artists from the doggone 70s and 80s and put them in front of people and they still be relevant to a lot because there's still an appreciation for them here's one here's one VH1's Hip Hop Honors is one of the most watched programs on VH1. Like, that is one of the most watched programs on VH1 throughout the year. Whenever they, do, whenever they drop it, no matter the theme, it's still one of the most watched. Now, you tell me this. If it's really about the relevancy and what's about, what's about now, why does VH1's Hip Hop Honors put up more numbers than the BET Hip Hop Awards? Because of us, our generation. We want to see. You don't think that if our generation, a generation of people who are bringing in income, you need to tell me if they weren't exposed to more hip hop that was catered towards them, that it wouldn't return to its relevancy? Maybe not as popular as what's going on right now, but at least popular enough to give hip hop the balance that it's been missing over the last 15 years? Uh huh. I I just like the before many people man. who buy music. Yeah, I mean we we got we got the we got the money. We got the capital to buy the body records. You know what I'm saying? It's like I guess I just look at it like man, you look at radio as for what it is now, man, it's catering like you said earlier, the demographic is catering towards that demographic. Now, we gotta you know, like you say, if there was an outlet that you don't see an old-school hip-hop station. I, I think I ran across one in Alabama coming coming through maybe once, but nothing that plays a no, lot of old-school I, I hip-hop. Guarantee, I can guarantee you there's not one in Alabama. Uh, I, will say I don't know say that, they were playing a lot of old-school hip-hop. It was on a Sunday. But that's what I was about to say. I will say that a lot of the radio stations, like uh, like 95.7 in Birmingham, uh, WBLS in oh. Mobile, uh, they do play a lot of oh, just, uh Hot 105 and, uh Montgomery. They do play more of the classic hip hop songs a lot, but there's no there's no radio station that's formatted, you know, for old school hip hop. True that, true that. Yeah, it's it's just not because that that was a big issue even before I moved from Alabama. That was a big issue there. It's just you know the balance is there somewhat, but it's still not it's not significant enough. And how many times can someone demand for something? How many times can a paying customer demand for something and you ignore the need? Is it because they feel like they can't control the artist of the day? Now that's a bigger. Thing. They can't control the. They can't. They can control what's going on in the day. They can control the ringtone artist, but they can't control someone like, uh, I don't know, just just for you know, Chuck and Giggle, uh, KRS One. They can't control his content. So it's easier to bury him than it is to give him a format. Yeah, they bury a lot of people. Like I was speaking about Nas' record. I mean, Nas' album, man. Nas' album, and for all those out there listening to us right now, if you haven't got that, go get it. Dead serious. That, man, that album is unbelievable. Ti, You know, T.I. album is good. I mean, but I can't say, too, man, I don't want to sound like I'm hating, but 2 chains album, no. Musically, Rick Ross' album, outside of what he just did, musically, Rick Ross' records are very grown with the exception of the content sometimes. I will put, uh, I'm telling you this right now, after going back and listening to it, I will put Killer Mike's rap album up against any album that came out in 2012. I will put Reagan Alone up against any record that came out in 2012. And I dare anyone to just listen to the album and after you get through with listening to the first three songs, telling me that that album is not one of the best to come out in 2012. True that. The thing about it is we are used to music of quality being served. And, and when I say we, I'm talking about our generation. is used to music being served up, quality music being served up on a silver platter. That's not the case anymore. That, that, that's not the case anymore And quite frankly a lot of the younger generation They just really Because they don't You know I can't even say that Because you got a lot of young kids that will go out and switch on the internet Yeah you know, I mean going, I'm not going to front to you Nick Like you know I'm exposed to a teenager a lot <laughs> And I noticed that Her generation is kind of Gravitating towards 90's music So I can't sit up here and say that all these kids Want to hear uh, uh What's on the radio constantly You know what I'm saying I mean dude we say it all the time Good music is undeniable So eventually I think somewhere along the line We'll start seeing a resurgence of good music again But it's going to take a little while Now the radio programmers and radio jocks All of those guys They're not going to get it right off You know what I'm saying Just like this whole movement That a lot of people are not seeing with these kids You know what I'm speaking on uh, it's eventually going to happen. Yeah, and I think and fortunately and unfortunately the fashion helps. Um, the fashion is helping it because a lot of the fashions from the mid to late 80s and early 90s are hot right now. So a lot of, because that is such a nostalgic, area, uh, nostalgic era, a lot of kids are like, okay, well, what else besides the fashion is going on there? So it is slowly but surely and I don't want I don't want to just sit here and seem like we're bashing all the artists of today. I'm not bashing uh two Chainz. I'm not bashing, I, am. I told y'all time i told y'all time and time again. I like the fact that Trinidad James is taking every stereotype about rap music and is just like throwing <laughs> it in people's faces. I, I absolutely love that. I have nothing against Two Chainz. Um as a matter of fact, Two Chainz is gonna be part of the subject of our topic next week, which is uh, Reinvention—is it selling out or? Well, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I take it back. It's not reinvention. It's um, changing your style. Is it reinvention or selling out? So he—he's going to be a, a, a good topic of of discussion. I'm not hating on these guys. I'm not hating on Catholic like Future. The reason that I'm not hating on them is because it's just this much. I believe that every generation has a right to have their stars. I yeah, absolutely do I can't. I can't force. You know. My generation music on my daughter's
3: generation
1: generation music, and the truth be told, outside of Radio Disney and gospel, that's all she listens. To. Like she don't she don't anything outside of Radio Disney and gospel. But she's got her stars. She's got her she her generation and generation. You know the the kids older than that they have their own stars. They have the Miguel. They have the Frank Ocean. They have the Elvin. They have you know the Kendrick Lamar. They and, and that's cool. They have to have their own stars because they have to. To set their own identity But just like our generation Even though we had our stars We also went back and listened to the older Generation stars You got to give them time to do that on their own What I'm saying is Give everybody, give the format a chance to grow It's time for hip hop to grow up Hip hop is in its 40s Hip hop is in its 40s And The music has to evolve Otherwise is going to keep diminishing and keep diminishing because right now, it's looking like a joke. Well, I mean, that's that's cool. But, you know, I think there needs to be a, a, a burning or, or like a, a land clearing of hip-hop. I, I, in my opinion, I think everything needs to fall so we can go back and build it up again, man. I, I just want to wanna see more creativity. I want to see these but kids come about being a little bit more creative with the records that they do now. That's a, like I said, we may not see it right now, but just like in our day, there's a resurgence, there's an a underground movement, there are movements. i said say that we may not be privy to yet, but these kids are making it happen. You I'll know, say it's just this much. on our end, like like y'all was saying about, you know, our artists, the artists that are, are man, I put it like this: you are thirty up, there's no reason for you to be acting like you're twenty. That whole forty. It's a new 30, and the 30 is a new 20. That's a bunch of crap. If you are just talking and rapping, make it make sense. My opinion. And I I, I, I get that. I don't think that we need to let hip-hop fall. And the reason that I don't think we need to let hip-hop fall is for this, this one reason. Every time we let a, a genre fall, it doesn't get picked up by us. It gets picked back up by another race already doing it. Look at Riff Raff. But uh but in drones, like do you wanna see, you know, what happened to Blues, happened to Army. And don't get me wrong, I have nothing against Dave Matthews, Dan all of them. Uh what I'm saying is though, when any time we just let a John fall, we tend not to go back and try to build it up.
2: Well if
1: I know you look this at place, it, to be honest, some of the greatest jazz players of the day are white. Same thing, with, especially with the blues players. And even now, there's a subculture of R&B that they're really embracing R&B. And I can tell you this, the good majority of them are not black. And I'm not saying that to say, oh, the music is exclusively ours, but as a culture, we've lost so much music. We've shaped America's sound, and we've lost almost all of the music because of the fact that we just let something go Yeah Well well, I, mean, I, I don't know man I don't think that they're letting it go I just think that the, the Vanguard that we have right now With the older artists man They can do more to be An example for the younger artists That's just my opinion That's a part of it where I say That they can be the change And then show the grown up side of hip hop You know instead of just Cow down, and you know just like Whatever the PD say this is what You're going to do <laughs> Well I, I think If anything falls, it needs to be radio Radio needs to fall be Because unfortunately radio is still the You know major labels lost Control of distribution They've lost control of touring So one thing that they still have a vast Control over is Terrestrial radio and as, and as long as records are being paid for, that's going to continue to be the case. As long as, as long as playlists are, you know, shortened and syndicated, that's going to continue to be the case. They're going to, uh. they're going to always hold that grip on it. That's why you're, the majority of your big radio hits are coming from the majors as opposed to independents. Um, just, just, just being honest. Just being honest. So, yeah. Hey, man. And this is what... I'll oh, go ahead and start. Man, now I was just gonna say, man, I, I got I got one record, man. You know, if we can play this one record right here, I know we're in the middle of the conversation right now. And to all the listeners out there on the web chat, all the listeners on the internet, man, we appreciate my man Ty Young out there. Appreciate the player. Um, you know, what I'm saying, man, I want to play a record before because I know we kind of winded down on time. Hey, Nook. Yo. You got anything you want to add to the conversation, man? I mean, I'm just listening. Okay, oh. well check this out, man. We got a record, man. By man, felt five, man. Can I play the Can I play the catch up record again, man? Yeah, oh, man. Go ahead. Like I said, uh, you, uh, you said the what you call it, now? What's the title? Catch is? up, Catch-up. felt five. Catch up? Yeah, like you didn't catch by didn't felt ketchup. five, man. Felt five. Oh, I thought you didn't mean catch up like you put on French fries. Nah, that's... No, no, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> <laughs> hey, man, check this record out right here, man. Y'all listening to talk? in the That's the town, way we say you did the, that like the ketchup. Like ketchup. <laughs> that was so the ketchup and french fries. It's called ketchup. <laughs> Not ketchup. Oh, all right. From the South, chill out. So five, ketchup. Not the red stuff. <laughs> This beat is like riding
2: with the roof, missing on a Saturday, morning on my side of the city making pay, and I got a couple moves that you know I gotta make, and I'm about to get some gas headed to the interstate. Riding with the roof, missing riding with the roof, riding with the roof, missing on a Saturday, morning riding with the roof, missing no, no. Morning, no, riding with the roof, missing, riding
0: with Alabama my to my campaign yeah. can- uh, I'm H- campaign P- my ha- my campaign up <laughs> yeah. K- kitch- kitch- campaign hum- hum- rip- gotta- to campaign 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 take campaign 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 to campaign 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 Camp.
2: It's that summertime flow that was written up in the winter yeah. Colder than Republicans at a liberal convention Woo. I'm in the state of the crimson yeah. Ain't no day that's a given I'm sitting up in the whip contemplating my next position My mission is getting digits I'm talking seven figures, a couple commas and those With a plot to remain persistent I gotta get that greenery so I can keep that greenery Take it to make it so I gotta double my minty leaves I'm riding to some better scenery Sun is shining heavy so I need to hit that AC 85 degrees, 85 be the same speed Police trying to get me so I had to slow it down a piece That's country talk if you didn't get what I said I'm doing everything that I can to avoid the feds. Cause Jump Street be waiting trying to get your hands up And I don't even bake them pies but they still be turned up no. Making the evidence short of my blessing and eating. My dreams are like Hannibal Lecter, but I got to get it. And plus, I admit it, sometimes I did wrong, but I know I'm forgiven. I'm on that country, it's like King remembered in time. But I'm on my farm, I got
0: to spread out my grind okay, and I catch up to my campaign 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 yeah. campaign catch up to my campaign catch up to my campaign up to my campaign 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 catch okay my catch up to my campaign Yo, k- campaign campaign catch <laughs> my, k- up up. Yeah. K- my campaign ah. campaign catch up to my campaign 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 catch my catch up to my campaign 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 my catch up to my campaign campaign not my up to my campaign my campaign up to my campaign Campaign.
1: LG for president, exclusive, not irrelevant. Smoking gas, matching gas at the red lights, I'm revenue. Haters all in my rearview. view. You too far behind. I can't see you. I'm telling y'all how we do. We keep the jumping harder than free. Come on, north side. My thing ain't gon' ride all day. Grinding, and hustling getting that money. Who said that crime don't pay? I'm chasing them numbers. Chasing them numbers. Been doing this for summers. You know we got runners, ballers, and sunners, you know we got gunners. This sound, like this sound like thunder,
3: when they get the clap and stand an ovation no lanes be in my where, wherever the money, that's our location, rolling, smoking, choking, early morning, feeling the
1: breeze, with your mainstift in the ride, aka a trick on my sleeve, she don't want to leave, but she got to go. don't know how y'all do up but this
2: Alabama, and that's how I that's how it goes. Workflow, work flow, money flow, money
0: flow, so catch up with my gas pedal on the floor, groundhogs. Catch up to my campaign, 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 catch up to my campaign, 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 okay now catch up to my
1: campaign.
2: Catch up to my campaign? I still
0: like that record though. I love
2: that record. Catch up to my campaign.
1: huh oh. that
2: record.
1: He wrote and produced that. He, he did his thing on that, man. Right? Today i going to show him that. Uh, we want to thank everybody who was uh, on the line today. Uh, as always, man, good to hear you back on uh, Talk of the Town. Uh, we we, we missed that input, bro. Matter of fact, he's been dropping a whole lot of music one-on-ones over there on his uh, page right there, man. I'm appreciating that. You take some notes, bro. Take some care. Of it. it's okay take some. Care of it. it's, okay. it's okay. We might we we we're we'll probably using the quotes on the show. <laughs> so thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. Um thank you for tuning in this past Tuesday for the um second uh episode of the Tuesday morning takeover. You know, shout out to the Cuba Nation, the at Work Network, giving you the best and brightest and R and B and soul. Um make sure you tune in this Sunday to the Middleman Talk Show, six PM Eastern, five PM Central. And we'll be right back here next Thursday Now I'm telling you, next Thursday We're we'll going in Oh yeah, as usual next, next Thursday Talk of the town The topic is changing your style Is it reinvention or selling out? Man, we might okay. have to go back in the archives On some of that stuff right there, boy Yeah, play. yeah, yeah, yeah Hey man, yeah. shout out yeah. to our homie Nanook, appreciate your cousin Shouts out to my man Ty Young out there in Oklahoma City. All the people that tune in from Facebook, wherever you tune in or however you're listening to us, man, we appreciate you. Download this show. Share it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We're on every Thursday at 8 p.m. Tonight we did run a 8.30 show, but normally we on at 8 p.m. Eastern. All our folks, make sure y'all, hey, what you say, the Cubicle Nation, Nick? The Cubicle Nation, the At Work Network. Man, this show is so safe for you to play at work, man. You can let your boss hear. Make sure you do right. it. Don't get fired, but make sure you listen to it. We out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fell five. Middle men. Yeah. Fell five. Oh, follow me at Fell five on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's the top
0: chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com. no purchase necessary btw prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom